Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Hardwood Culture Podcast on the Believe Network. You know me, know the voice of the guys, me, really real, villain real, too, from Junior here at your service and. Uh, we have a lot of recap to do because I wasn't able to do the recap in the last episode. We were recording as the game's going on. So we're going all the way back to Tuesday here on a Thursday. And quick recap of two days worth of picks. We had Atlanta plus one and a half, Atlanta on the money line. That went for us as Atlanta beat Cleveland 121-18. They tried to blow that game, but luckily they were able to stick through and get the cover for us there plus one and a half and the money line we had the miami heat plus five i believe it was five that we got the line at against the toronto raptors they absolutely i don't know why mm, the I, i'm just done with the heat honestly we'll talk about we're, i'm just done with the heat let's see here and the best the best one of the night for Tuesday, Golden State minus nine gets the win and the cover after being down for 75% of this game. 121.09. I mean, there was Pelicans plus 10 people that thought they had it in the bag and they blew it in the second half. Let's go for the Golden State Warriors. That was a two and one day on a. No, and we no, it's a three in one day because we also had the under. My guy, Greg, gave us the under 234 and a half in that game as well. So we cashed the, the spread and the total in that game. Three in one day for a Tuesday. That's really, really good there. Coming back on Wednesday, my guy Blake missed his best bet. Dallas. They were they had opportunity. This is similar to that to the Pelicans and Golden State game where Dallas was covering the majority of this game. They were up a good portion of this game, and it was just the fourth quarter and second half that really did it for them. So Dallas loses 116-108. They do not get the cover there. Now, depending on where you got this line, you got the cover for the first half against the Miami Heat for the New York Knicks. If you got a one and a half, you got the cover. And if you got two, like I did, you pushed two and a half, three, you missed it. And it was just another brutal beat with the, uh, it was just another brutal beat there because Julius Randle goes down, the Heat are, they were competitive that whole time. The Knicks were down early and the Knicks battled back. And then Julius Randle goes down. That kind of throws things off for the rest of the half. The Knicks just kind of look like at that point trying to get to halftime. So a late sec, a last second three gets me the push on the two, but two and a half and uh, threes, I think those were more common and those did not go. So sorry for that one right there. 
what else did we have yesterday? We oh we so whenever you have bad beats, there's always good beats to bring you back up. So I'm not even I don't I try not to sweat the bad beats too much because you always have good ones. And Minnesota versus Phoenix, we got that at six and a half. Phoenix covers by 107, 100. One point, half a point. We got that cover by half a point. You got to take it where you can get it. You got to take them where you can get them. So I believe that was everything. So I'll just count that next game as a loss. I'll just count it as a loss because most people got two and a half, three. I'll count it as a loss. So one and two day yesterday. Thank you to the Phoenix Suns for getting that cover. So what does that put us at for the past two days? That um, So three and one, one and two, four and three. That's still winning. That's a winning day. Like those are our winning past two days. We, we just want to slowly build that bankroll up. We're going to get the big hits. Like you saw, we had the rust play. We're going to hit those plus money bets. That's really going to increase the bankroll. Just stay in the green, stay in the green, stay in the green. All right. I have one, potentially three plays here for the slate tonight. It's a short slate in the NBA. Two games. There's not a lot that I like, but there's a couple of spots that I think we can really take advantage of. And so let's just kick things off with the first game of the slate. We have the Boston Celtics going to play the Milwaukee Bucks. Boston Celtics are a road dog in this game, minus two and a half. 236 and a half is the total. Let me pull up an injury report real quick. I should have had this ready to go, honestly. All right. Uh, oh, man, that is not it. Okay, here we go. All right, so injury report. It looks like Chris Milton is a go for this game. He sat out the first leg of the back-to-back to play this second leg. I don't see anything else about anybody else from Milwaukee not playing, at least anybody of any that matters. Jay Crowder is questionable, so that, that counts. Whereas on the other side of the ball, you have Robert Williams questionable with the knee, Peyton Pritchard questionable with the heel, and Grant Williams questionable with an illness. I think the Grant Williams, if he doesn't go, I think that hurts them the most because I think he, in that playoffs, did a pretty solid job of defense on Giannis. And so I think that's going to hurt them, whether Celtics fans want to admit it or not, because they be trying not to give Grant Williams his flowers so they don't have to pay him. But I think that's going to hurt him if he doesn't play in this one. However, I'm going to a system play in here in this game. And I'm going to the total. Looking at a total of 236 and a half, like I said. So this is similar to that spot that we had over the weekend with the Bucks and the Nuggets, where we have two teams who both have a win percentage over 60% in the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. You have the Bucks as a home favorite and a total. I pushed the total up to 235 because I wanted to see what the trend was like. Because when you think of these games with two good teams like this, you have two teams, especially in the same conference, and you have these two teams who 
are expected to be, this is expected to be a Eastern Conference Finals preview. I think everybody has that expectation. Now, me as the Boston Celtics hater that I am, I think that they're going to be out in the second round. I just think that a matchup with Philly in the second round, probably like everybody's going to pick Boston. All the money's going to be on Boston. Philly does have opportunity for revenge in that spot in terms of they got swept by Boston a few years ago. And I know that's sitting on Joe Embiid's mind. He's a very, very spiteful person. So I know that's sitting on his mind, an opportunity for them to not Boston out the playoffs. I think that this would be, and for Doc, you know, Doc to come back and knock Boston out of the playoffs in that organization. I just, I, I've already kind of decided in my mind over the past couple of weeks watching Boston play ball that if I have a healthy James Arden and I can somewhat guarantee this doesn't get to a game seven, that I and even if it does get to game seven, plus one and a half would still cash because the Celtics are clearly going to be favored. Plus one and a half would still cash on the series spread. So I kind of already had in my mind that I was going to bet Philadelphia if there was a Philadelphia Boston matchup in the second round. And so the what the point that I was trying to make with all of this is that these two teams are expected to be for everybody outside of me are expected to be in the Eastern conference finals. And so this is going to have like a playoff atmosphere of this kind of game, especially in Milwaukee because of how the bucks went out last year, how they lost on their home court. Now you have, you know, home court and you have Chris Middleton in this game and all those talks of, Hey, middle, if we had Middleton, we would have won, you know, we would have won that series or blah, blah. You can kind of, you know, flex your muscles to the other team and kind of show, hey, we're here. Like, this is going to be some good momentum. Like, of all the games towards the end of the season, I think this is the most memorable is the word. No, I don't want to say memorable. Is most important. I'll just say important. I thought I was trying to think of a better word, but I couldn't, whatever. Uh, I need a thesaurus. I think this is the most important and just that, hey, this is a rival. This is a potential East Conference Finals preview. We kind of want to play playoff atmosphere, really tough defense, really physical game, really give it to these guys. And so the total just feels very, very high. And so when we look at the system, two teams who win percentage are both over 60. And I just put the Bucks as a home favorite just to kind of lower it down a little bit so we can set it aside and i put the total at greater than 235 because 235 is a rather high total the under is two eight and two over the past 10 and the average total is 239 and a half so the average total is a little bit higher and the under is still cashing and this this actually came through for us in that Bucks game. I should have played that under instead of the Bucks, but it was a back to back spot. Much like this is a back to back spot for the Bucks. And so that came in at one. What's that? One thirty five. Yeah, it came in at one thirty five. Total was two thirty seven and a half. Came in at one thirty five. So I think that we have a pretty good spot here. I'm trying to look and see. I'm seeing some sharp money coming towards the under as well. 
58% of bets, 84% of the money. So, you know, less bets, more money. They're more confident in this under coming through. And I understand it. I think, you know, playoff atmosphere definitely, definitely has a really good chance. So am I really about to give out the Bucks too? I should just give out the Bucks. Come on, it's the Bucks on a back-to-back. I know they lost the last one, but they're still been really good on a back-to-back. Boston did get lose outright to Eh, I can always fade Boston. All right, let's let's take the Bucks too. Let's take the Bucks too. Minus two and a half. Yeah. Chris Middleton has game. Drew just dropped 50 the other night. Hopefully he's not tired. Uh, let's let's wait till an in- I'll wait till an injury report just to make sure nobody is out. So let's say we'll take Bucks dependent on Drew Holiday and Giannis playing in this game. That's what we'll do. So that's two plays, actually. Okay. All right, all right. So then I only give out one play for the last game because I was already – no, 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 I'll still give out the two plays. All right, so – because those two plays are contingent on something as well. So no matter who plays, I like the under, 236.5. Contingent on Giannis and Drew Holiday playing tonight, I'll take the Bucs minus 2.5 just because I hate the Celtics, and I think the Bucs are the better team. I think the Bucs are going to win a seven-game series. I don't think anybody can beat this Bucs team four times in a playoff series in the Eastern Conference. And I, I think this is a really good chance for the Bucks to flex their muscles and kind of secure up, you know, really secure this one seed. I'm not sure. I don't think the one seed is on the line here. I don't even know. Has Milwaukee clinched the one seed yet? Probably not because this is really close. But for sure, this goes a long way for the one seed if my if Milwaukee can feed Boston to L and be able to get a win in this spot. So, yeah, I'll take Milwaukee minus two and a half. All right. Second game of the slate is New Orleans. New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans Pelicans. I'm sorry about that. Wow. Versus the Denver Nuggets. Nuggets are laying six at home. 227 is total injury report here for the two teams and this is big because for the pelicans i don't really see anything so it looks like everybody's systems go there but for the denver nuggets only person that matters is Jokic is questionable with the calf injury and i am not surprised that he's on the injury report here because i figured at some point soon he was going to start taking a couple of games off If Jokic does not play in this game, I have two plays. And I kind of want to bet them now. Because if Jokic is ruled out, then we're going to miss the line that I like. Because I kind of like the line of where these two guys are at right now. And so, actually, I think I'm going to just... Let's just take our chances, man. Forget it. This isn't contingent on anything. Let's take our chances. As soon as you hear this, if you want to follow and tell me, because I'm about to bet this now. If you want to tell me, you can tell me. If you want to fade me, you can fade me. But I'm going to just go ahead and take my chances. And that's with Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. And so starting with Michael Porter Jr., his points prop tonight, I see it at, where are you at? 17 and a half. So 17 and a half, if we look at what he has done without Jokic in the, this season, you have earlier in the season, and then you have, so it's basically split into what he's done in 2022, first part of the season, what he's done in 2023. 
2022, three games without Jokic versus the Knicks and the Mavs twice. He has 5, 10, and 14. That's not good. That goes under total, under what we're looking for. Whereas the next games, he has 22, 19, 22. So those against the Clippers, the Pacers, Minnesota. Those are all are in January, January, February. So that's good. I like to see that. That's over the 17 and a half. I think I might actually pivot because the three point prop, his three point prop looks rather uh, slightly intriguing as well. No, I think I'll still stick with the points. But his three point prop is at two and a half. And if you look at the numbers, they're not good. But this is what you want to see in a ladder situation where you think, hey, he just needs to break through because, look, he is in six games without Jokic this season. He is one for six, one for five, one for five, two for eight, three for eight, two for ten. Now, he's getting men five attempts here from three. One, six, two, eights, one, ten. And that ten is the most recent one. And so... Of all those attempts, of the caliber player he is, of the size that he has over a lot of the defenders, I think he's probably going to get the Herb Jones matchup today, so that's going to be slightly concerning against the Pelicans, but he can really, like, rise up and hit. If he gets going, he can ladder that three. Like, he can get the five threes because he's getting the attempts, and that's what you want to see, the attempts, and then just hope on the talent of the player. So... Slight intrigue there on his three-point prop. I'm not getting there yet, but I am intrigued on his three-point prop. I wouldn't be surprised if he had, you know, just a crazy night shooting tonight and he had five threes by the end of the night. But I'm going to stick with the points prop. 17 and a half. I like the last three games without Jokic where he's getting 30 minutes plus in all of those games, and I expect him to get a decent amount of minutes because the Pelicans are hungry. The Pelicans really, really need a win, and even though this is the number one team in the in the West, I'm sorry, number one team in the West, they really, really need a win to try to help themselves in the standings for the playing game. So Michael Porter Jr., over 17 and a half, 22, 19, 22, last three games without Jokic, all in 2023. I really like that. I like his shooting. He's been playing a lot better. And I think that he can, you know, get to his spot, be able to rise above the defender and knock down a few buckets for us. So Michael Porter Jr. is one. Other person is Aaron Gordon. Now, I typically don't bet Aaron Gordon props just because he just kind of feels like he's there a lot of time. But if we look at Aaron Gordon in four games without Jokic this season, 17, 28, 15, 28, 26, I'm sorry, 17, 28, 15, 26. That's against the Clippers, the Pacers, the Thunder, and the Bucks. So his shootings and his shooting splits have been pretty decent. You have 75% from the field, 73% from the field. There's a 26%. That was the 15 game. You don't like that. But 41%, yeah, so you don't really like that either. But been all right. And when you think about the Pelicans, they don't really have a lot of interior defense. 
and you know their best defenders are normally guarding outside the perimeter you don't really think of Jonas he's just kind of a big body down there but he's not really uh an elite interior defender and so I think that this is an opportunity if Jokic doesn't play for Aaron Gordon really really be able to impose his will down low get to his spot, be able to get a lot of easy buckets, and maybe, you know, some facilitating by Jamal Murray would definitely help him out and some easy dunks for him as well. I like his chances. He's been over this prop in four straight games this season without Jokic, and it's at 14 and a half. So 14 and a half. His floor was 15. His ceiling was 28 without Jokic this season. It just it feels like a good spot for Aaron Gordon. So Aaron Gordon over 14 and a half points. Those are the two props that we have there. And let's see here. And uh, yeah. All right. No, that's going to be it. So what we have here is four plays. The Bucks side is contingent on Giannis and Drew Holiday playing. Bucks minus two and a half. I will take my favorite play. So if I were breaking my units up, I would probably put, you know, a full unit on my favorite play, which is the under in that Bucks Celtics game under 236 and a half. If Giannis and Drew Holiday plays, I probably put a unit on that Bucks side as well. But those player props, I'm splitting in half for sure. I'm not playing a full unit on those player props. I don't even know if Jokic is officially going to be out. I don't want to over leverage myself and really kill my bankroll there. So I probably do a half a unit on those two props. Three units in play today. That's a pretty solid day. I think that we can get it's a good possibility we could sweep the board, but. We'll see. Boston's, even though I don't like Boston, they not no hoes, but they definitely did just take a L versus the Washington Wizards and probably looking ahead to this game. But I trust Milwaukee. I do. So three units in play, four plays. Sounds like a good day for me. If you're not already, make sure you follow the podcast, HW Culture Podcast, uh, HW Culture Pod on Twitter, HW Culture Pod. Hardwood Culture Podcast on YouTube. YouTube streams will be getting going soon. I'm just kind of working out some things with that. But once we clear that up, I'm going to start going and going live with these videos. Uh, Man, I mean, leave reviews. Keep leaving reviews. You can five-star review, leave a note, all of that stuff, everything that helps me out tremendously. You want to keep growing the show. Tell a friend. Tell a friend of a friend. Post it in that chat, in the, in the chat. And... Tell him either, hey, this guy is really good or this guy sucks. And we can fade his picks and make money. I don't care. If people fade me and they're making money. I mean, straight. That's good with me. I mean, you still listen. So um, I'm straight if you want to fade me. But if you want to tell me, then cool. If you don't even want to touch anything I'm doing and just take the information and make your own picks, please, by all means, do that. I'm not out here trying to be perfect every single night. I'm just telling you what I'm doing on the day. And then, you know, whether you tell or not, it's up to you. I ain't tripping. You know, I'm not tripping. But I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks, too. I have a couple of guests lined up that I think y'all really, really going to enjoy. I have a lot of good connection with these guests. So I think over the next uh, end of the season is going to be really, really fun. And then we on the NBA playoffs. So I'm, I'm excited, super excited. All right.
other than that, I still have no cool, catchy catchphrase or nothing like that. No other way of ending the show. I'm just going to end it like this. We are out of here. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.